to the Chris and Sam podcast. Pull up a bar stool and join us for a random conversation, guaranteed to make you think or your money back. Hey, welcome to the Chris and Sam podcast. I'm Chris. I'm Sam, and this is episode 112. Hello to New Zealand Secret Santa if you are listening. Yes, each of ours and our combined one. Yeah, the the podcast turned up. Podcast one turned up. Yep. Uh, word on the street, there might still be something coming. Oh, really? Possibly. Oh, like okay. I said, word on the street. Um, so that's cool. Uh, thank you. We got trivia cards, fudge. And we're going to use the trivia cards. Yep. Uh, and Toffee's uh, real happy about her uh, her uh, food, which she hasn't had any of yet because, you know, she can wait till Christmas. Uh. It's a bit rough, <laughs> but thank you. Uh, any second now, Toffee will want to join the podcast. No doubt. No doubt she'll hear us talking down here. How's your week been? Uh, well, uh, I suppose we should go straight to hashtag Dickstone2016. Um, yep. So if you just want to keep up with what's happening with uh, Chris and his kidney stone, the one three millimeter one that he has floating around in his body, uh, just look up hashtag Dickstone2016. Thanks to, to Jeremy for that. Yeah, number one fan uh, coming up with that hashtag. Uh, thankfully, it's not trending. Um, <laughs> I uh, No, everything's good with that. It's, it's almost as if it doesn't. Until it moves it or whatever they yeah, said. It doesn't, uh, it's not there. It's dissolved. But uh, apparently it's still there. I have to take a, a pill every day. Um, I managed that for one day. Um, and then I forgot. And then I was like, oh, no, I, I really do need that. Because um, it relaxes the muscles around it. And that's what makes it hurt, apparently. So uh, that's why the morphine didn't hurt work. But the Voltaren did. It relaxes the That makes sense. It. So there you go. Yeah, see, learn something. But, yeah, no, it's, it's going pretty well. I'm drinking a lot of water. Actually, I was a bit... Lax yesterday, I was slightly less uh, hydrated than I have been the last few days. You sort of notice it if you don't do it. Yeah, um, I, I do have to say it's only three millimeters. I'm starting to feel pretty pretty uh, Superman on this right now. He's I, saying that now, but I, you just follow with Dickstone 2016. I, I, I piss uh, like a racehorse. Three millimeters is going to shoot out like it's not going to be a cannon. It's just like it's going to be a Nerf gun. It's going to be seamless, no recoil. It's going to be awesome. You won't even notice. I, that's what I mean. <laughs> you won't even know if you've passed it or not. You'll be like, oh. Yeah, I'll just take the pills. So anyway, know. keep up uh, with that. Uh, really quickly, I updated a setting for the podcast and it took about 24 hours to reset. But you can now go back and download the latest 300 podcast episodes. So, which which means you can listen to all our episodes until we get over 300. Yeah. Um, so episode one through to... The first couple are a bit rough, to be yeah, honest. Yeah, yeah, to be fair. But there's some gold around uh, 14, I was think. Was it 8? Um, was it 8 or 18? Uh, one of those two. Uh, 8 or 18 is the two magnets in a tape. Uh, that is definitely... Yeah. The funniest thing about two magnets is a tape is that for the following two weeks, I could say to Sam, two magnets in a tape, anywhere, anytime, and he would lose his shit. It's winding <laughs> me up now, thinking about it. <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny. Uh, anyway. I actually do have another Kickstarter dropkick later on in the show. Oh, cool, cool. I Actually, I saw something just before, and it's a, it looks like the si- size and shape of a ruler, a little bit wider. Okay. It's in your pocket. Should like I be a, worried? Like a pencil case, and you slide it out, and it's the guitar strings. So you can practice oh, guitar yeah. um, fingering. Um, you mean the chords? Yeah, the chords. That's the word. Yeah, guitar fingering. <laughs> uh, hey, uh, I see you play the guitar. Yeah, I'm pretty good with the guitar fingering. 
Isn't that what they call it? I thought it was. Anyway, it sounds um, a bit shady, Chris. <laughs> yeah, it does sound shady. But yeah, you slide, you know, close it, stick it. Yeah, in your pocket. yeah, it's, it's, cool. it's really good. Simple so, idea. Uh, good and you train on the bus. I thought that was really good, and it was uh, sponsored out on Facebook. And I thought, oh, is that a Kickstarter? But it wasn't. So oh. maybe it was at some point. It sounds like it probably was at some point. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, that's cool. Hey, I've got a uh, quote I've just come across, so I'm yeah. going to read I know, this out. I know this you're, is quite long. Yeah. So oh, okay. Do I, do I have to know, guess I like, who this is or anything? Uh, no, i tell you who it is okay. because it's Dietrich Bonhoeffer. Oh, yeah. Um, he were, lived from 1906 to 1945, and he wrote some letters and papers from prison. So okay. who knows what, what he is. This, uh, I, okay. this, this, this is called On Stupidity. Yeah. Stupidity is a more dangerous enemy of the good than malice. One may protest against evil. It can be exposed and, if need be, prevented by use of force. Evil always carries within itself the germ of its own subversion in that it leaves behind in human beings at least a sense of unease. Against stupidity, we are defenseless. Neither protest nor the use of force accomplish anything here. Reasons fall on deaf ears. Facts that contradict one's prejudgment simply need not be believed. In such moments, the stupid person even becomes critical. And when facts are irrefutable, they're just pushed aside as inconsequential, as incidental. In all this, the stupid person, in contrast to the malicious one, is utterly self-satisfied and, being easily irritated, becomes dangerous by going on the attack. The attack of the stupidity. Um, for the for that reason, greater caution is called for when dealing with a stupid person than with a than with than with a malicious one. Never again will we try to persuade the stupid person with reasons, for it is senseless and dangerous. And I, I thought that was interesting. So obviously, I, I guess that was shared because of the whole Trump thing. Really, but first I, thing no, that came no, to mind is Trump. Yeah, but the real thing I think is important for that is uh, education is so important in society. So now this might be a little controversial, but um, I, <laughs> I was in the Republic of South Africa before um, apartheid was abolished. Um, de Klerk was still president, I think. I yep. don't remember. Way back and, in the day. Yeah, back in the day. And, and the election was coming up and the whites had or the government at the time, had decided that it would be easier to control the black populace if they didn't educate them. Effectively, I think that was policy decision at some point. And this is my opinion, so maybe it's not. And what happened was the black vote got the vote that year and they won with ANC, but they won because of stupidity. Um, and the stupidity was... If you vote for us, this is what they were all told. If you vote for us, you will live at your master's house. Yeah. Um, they will live in your servants' quarters. You'll drive their car and you'll have their job. And they all went, sounds good to me. And they all voted. Oh. Uh, of course, nothing changed for those people. No. But because of the lack of education, that was what they thought would happen. So, yeah. Um, society, we, we really need to focus on our education more. And have less of this uh, creationism and all the random crap that uh, comes out. Oh, all the imaginary friends. Imaginary friends and stuff. Yeah. Anyway, that was my uh, thought for the day. Sounds amazing. Hey, did you know a uh, friend of the show, Alan, was uh, in town yesterday? He's, he's just, he just messaged me now. Oh, that's good. Right, like, right, the, 
right this you second. can tell them that we're talking about him at this second on the podcast um yeah <laughs> so uh he was in town and he was uh doing a bit of writing he wanted to know where a good cafe was uh i wasn't that helpful but he ended up at keystone of all places and um he said there's so many weirdos in hamilton uh, he got approached by three times with what he assumed were homeless people. A uh, big Mary fella came up to him and said, when he got out of his car, Bro, what are you up to? And then just stood there looking at him and then went, It's hot, eh? <laughs> uh, and he said it wasn't in a friendly way. And then uh, when he was outside a cafe um, and was sort of looking in it, a woman comes up and says, Anything you like in there? So, uh, good times. Um uh. Oh, but talking gosh. about Hamilton, it just sounds bad. Actually, I saw a, a poster on the. Uh, I was going to take a photo, and then I realised I didn't have my phone with me, and that makes it easier if you have your phone with yes. you and stuff. But there's um, a poster on. I think it was Trek and Travel. Oh yeah, um, and it's got you know don't feed don't don't give money to the homeless type thing. Yeah, yeah. Have you seen those posters? No, not yet. No, I I, I was pretty good actually. I, I will get a. a photo of it and we'll put it on the um, Facebook Well, they page. do recommend that's the worst well, thing to do. Study, studies found that most homeless people aren't homeless well, as such and well, what, they, what they get is um, they're, they're looking for money to, to feed their addictions. Yeah, I know, but the Hamilton uh, group has ended homelessness in the city. They've done it. Oh, right. Finally. Um, so the people's are we going to get rid of the crap people hanging around the place? Well, I don't know. That's a different thing. So they said they've found homes for more than 800 individuals and families in the last two years. And there's only about two of them left that they still have to work out. And they've done this by using the... <laughs> I find this hard to believe. Uh, the whole thing. They've done this by using the housing first approach, uh, which is chuck them in a house first. And then the um, support services go in and around them after that. That makes sense, though. Uh, the house, house first thing does so totally make sense. apparently all the people that are roaming around, if you go out in Hamilton during the daytime and evening, do have a place to stay. They do have a house. And there's only two remaining rough sleepers, they say. Um, I'm wondering if they're inflating their... Because uh, if you don't see them, then, well, they must be not homeless. Well, either that or they're taking them down the river and shooting them. But, well, um, your trick was to drive them five hours up the road and drop them off. Every morning. Every morning, and, and then so if they come back. it takes time yeah. to get back. Like, Maybe yeah. they're doing that. <laughs> Maybe they've listened to the podcast and thought, that's actually a good idea. Real early, there's like some bus that picks them all up, takes them somewhere, and then they're not there at night. Yeah. Because they're still walking. Who knows? Anyway, I uh, just thought that was quite interesting, having that conversation with Alan and also hearing about that being fixed, apparently. Yeah, yeah. So it's a, yeah, it's a shame. I would like to catch up with Alan on Sunday. Uh, if Alan, if you're listening, I do want to catch up. I have got. You know, yesterday wasn't Sunday, eh? Oh, when it was. Oh, he was here yesterday. Yeah. Yeah, I had to work yesterday, which is normally my day off. My God. I know. It sucks. You've lost your place. Chris has lost his mind. He's old. Oh man, I I finished work after midnight last night, and I was not very bright this morning. I so actually that leads on to would you so some police rescued a frozen woman to discover it, it was just a mannequin, a fully realistic mannequin though. That's hilarious. So some um, somebody walks past the car, uh, and this is in the states, of course. And says, there's this woman in there and she's unresponsive. And we banged on the window and she's unresponsive. It's hot. And the uh, police went and broke into the car. Only to find this is not a uh, a person at all, old lady. It looks like an elderly woman. With a mask on, uh, breathing with, mask. With a breathing mask on. And it's a mannequin. 
And then the owner of the car comes, and he's absolutely incredulous that they smashed the window of his car yeah. for this mannequin. And he uh, he trains people with the mannequin. He does health resuscitation or something, and, and medical stuff anyway. Medical training. Um, but yeah, I I thought that was sort of amusing. Okay, let's go kickstart or drop kick. I want to hear your opinion on this. Okay, because uh, I read some comments and I'm in two minds about it. Uh, it's called Gear I, the ultimate gear management system. Oh, I've seen it. Yeah, seen it. Seen 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 the ad. They explain it. Uh, basically, it's an app and a dongle or a case. That's your two options. And then you put all these little RFID tags on all your equipment. And you can just press the app once you've got the dongle thing. And it'll say, yep, everything's there or something's missing. I think it's great for the professional shoot. Uh, as you know, with some of our shoots, it's real easy to misplace I don't want to say a lens because they're a bit more careful with lenses, but, you know, bits and pieces um, when when lots of stuff's happening. So if I had a lighting rig and I had 10 pieces of lighting equipment, I, I, I would consider investing in that to make sure I've got so, it at the end of the day. So the basic pack is... I don't know what the cost was. I never it's not bad. It. It's not bad compared to other technology you can buy, like the um, tile, the little tile that they keep selling everywhere. Uh, 129 bucks gets you five gear tags for metal items and another 15 gear tags and mixed sizes plus a dongle or a case. You're pretty much set for yeah. 20 bucks. See, I, I think it's I think it's really good for the very narrow band of people that need it. I so, don't think it's generally recorded, required for most people. Yeah. So the if unless you uh, belong to a chess club and you wanted one on each of your chess pieces in case you. Uh, if you're the type of person that forgets things like this, you probably forgot in your phone and the dongle that you need to use this. It works within three meters. This is the thing that gets me. So you could say, oh yeah, it's all there. But it, all it's telling you is the things within three meters of your phone. And then you drive off. You apparently two when, of the things were under the couch within three yeah. meters. Yeah, so did. apparently you do have to, uh, there's a mode where it, the phone with the dongle sort of registers in... You, you sort of hold it over your bag or whatever the thing is where everything's contained so the phone can sort of work out where it is and place everything. So apparently that's going to help. But heaps of the comments were like, if you're a pro gear carrying around all that stuff, because the guy that invented it lost four grand's worth of gear somehow. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I mean, it's great price point. It's good use of technology. Uh, it's probably, like you said, good for a narrow band of people. Um, yeah. So what, what are they looking for Kickstarter-wise and stuff? Uh, 129 bucks. Oh, they're only selling it. Do they, do they have a, a, a target? Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. I see what you mean. Uh, yeah, yeah. They want uh, $60,000. And that's not... Un- it should be achievable, I would think. Well, they got 425000 already. 10 days ago. Okay. So they're making it. They're making yeah, it. yeah, they're making it. Uh, yeah, I think it's it's okay. And the price point makes a big difference. The price point makes a And the thing with the RFID, obviously they never need charging or anything, and it's just a thin little label with very strong adhesive that you stick to something. Yeah. I could see um, other uses of maybe tracking things. Uh, you When you think, don't want th- something to leave the room? Yeah, so like kids, like you could just walk. Yeah, you, could, you actually... <laughs> kids. No, not your kids, but... <laughs> No, no, like kids' gear and if they're not supposed to have something. Talking about that, there's someone I follow on Facebook. 
I think she was on Twitter. I don't know. I've never met her. And she's got three boys. She'll never listen to this. And if she does, I'm not going to say your name. But uh, at one point, they're all under the age of 10, I think. Uh, the youngest starts school this year, and then the oldest is 10, and then there's one in between, I think. And pretty much one of them or both of them were going to get expelled from their last school due to behavioral problems. Uh, they changed schools. This year, from what I can gather on Facebook, has been amazing. They're doing really, really well. They're going in the right direction. They've got a lot of support. Uh, they went on a boat uh, yesterday, I think it was. Yes, yesterday. And guess what? I don't know which one it was. I guess it's the little one. Oh, there's mum and dad's iPhone 7s. I'll just push them overboard. Oh, ouch. And then point at the fish finder and go, is that it? Is that it? So apparently uh, that was a fun trip back. Um, why would you take your iPhone on the boat with you? Uh, people do. Um, bro- uh, have I told I mean, you? I mean, I certainly wouldn't take one without a waterproof case. Uh, or floating, yeah, yeah floating yeah. case. Um, have I told you about my brother-in-law and the time he went fishing? No. He, uh, I don't think so. Went fish- he went fishing once. His dad goes fishing all the time on the lakes, a lot. Doesn't invite him at all. Uh, one time he took my sister instead of his own son. Um, so I don't know what that means. But uh, the one time he did take him, when we were living in Rotorua and he was my flatmate, uh, he decided to throw his wallet from the back of the boat to the front to get on the dashboard type thing. And he completely missed it and it went overboard. What an egg. And I was like, <laughs> how do you stuff that throw up? And, uh, did and you why throw? Oh, no. Because <laughs> uh, you know you can't walk the four steps to the front. Uh, and did you jump in? Uh, no. I would have jumped overboard. I would have died for that. I can't shit. imagine it sinking that fast. No. And you're in a lake. Be a bit different if it was choppy weather in the ocean. Yeah. But dead flat lake. Yeah, no, I'd dive in. Because you know you overtake that shit. And it's going to be a lot quicker to dry off than to try and get new credit cards and all the rest so of it. So anyway, that. that was a story from the past. Yeah. Weirdo. Okay. Um, not you, obviously. Um, oh, so I had a whole bunch of tech stuff that I saw. What? Okay, hang on. Just before you get into that, what's... Oh, no, no. Well, there's Carol. Don't worry. Okay. So there was an experimental skin gun that heals burns using stem cells. Um, I love it. It's called a skin gun. Yeah, that's what they call it. I was pretty impressed with that. Um, all it does is it takes the um, stem cells, but the stem cells scraped off you. They're not stem cells from somebody else or from Animal. the birth or you know, fetus. Mm. Because I used to think stem cells were only from fetuses or something. Well, I think that's a miscon. Yeah, that's a general misconception, and it's the same with genetically modified. Yeah, You've yeah, got to get yeah. real careful about that because I think that's where they first identified the stem cells and that's where they first started working with them was fetuses. Sounds and so good. people think that's where they're from, but they can get the stem cells. So you get really badly burned. They find an unburnt piece of skin. They do a, a, a scraping or some sort of procedure. I don't yeah, know I'm sure is. that's not painful. They, they find, yeah, I think you've got other pain elsewhere. <laughs> you don't yeah, care about true. that. Um, they um, get the stem cells of that it replicates quite quickly in the stuff. It's in fluid, and they spray it over the burn area. And the results of the photos, you know, the before and after yeah, photos yeah. I've seen is amazing. And it just helps it grow. But there can be no problem with that because it's your own stem cells off your own skin. So it's, sl- it's like a slightly more high-tech version of a skin graft. 
Yeah, yeah. Because skin graft was peel some skin off your ass or whatever and yeah, stick it. Whereas that's sticking the whole thing off and you've got a big hole we've taken yeah, it yeah. Off, out of. This is a scraping, um, creating the stem cells, replicating them and spraying them. Uh, much more effective. So that looks really cool. I feel much better. Um, I The thing that worries me about these, you hear about this, three months later you get burned. You go, where's the skin gone? And they're like, and no, they're no. Like, well, no, that hasn't actually come out yet. Um, Ultra Haptics showcased. Um, yeah, what is this? I saw. Um, that's, I was going to ask you what this the is. The video was amazing, and I should actually have got the link to that video. That would have been handy, but that's that okay. That would be handy. Oh, no, it wasn't video. It was a GIF. But anyway, yeah. Okay. Um, Explain it to me. So the guy's got a virtual reality headset on. Yes. And he's looking at his hand, and there's a little pony. Oh, no, a unicorn. Of course there is. Standing on his hand. Okay. And he's going... Holy crap, that's so weird. I can feel each one of its little um Ah, because he's getting the feedback. Yeah, so it uses ultrasound directed at your skin yep. in order to um, create the uh, sensation of feeling. So obviously, of so, ob- so obviously this is going to be a huge boom for the adult industry. Because that's I where it's going to go. I about that. But they yeah, they, are, they so. are at the forefront of all technology. Oh, of course. They they, that, they were first used Blu-ray, DVD, all that stuff. Yeah, 4K. Um, so, yeah, well, maybe, probably. I don't want to know. I, this, I, I, I still live in denial that industry exists. Um, Which I find hard to believe some days. <laughs> Just saying. Uh, yeah. Dick Rock uh, 2016. <laughs> Dick Rock. Dick Stone. Dick so, Stone. Sorry. Dick Pebble should have been. It should have been yeah. Dick Pebble. You're listening, Jeremy. Dick, Dick, Dick Pebble. <laughs> Dick Dust. No, actually, Dick no. Dust. <laughs> uh, that's something else. <laughs> <laughs> that's something uh, else. Yeah, it's uh, what's happening. It's fun. Yeah. I see India stepped up their game with solar uh, power plant. Yes. Uh, world's largest uh, solar power plant covers 10 square kilometers. That's pretty cool. Um, it has the uh, full capacity, has enough electricity to power about 150,000 homes, um, $679 million facility, and I assume that's American dollars. Um, da, 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 da. It's cleaned every day, so obviously a lot of glass there. Cleaned every day by solar-powered robotic system. I see it was built, what, like eight months? Is that what it said? Um, Near the top. Yeah. So, a couple of questions. I wonder how much bigger it is than the second biggest, which I don't know where that is, but I know America's got some big ones. America sucks with them. Uh, yeah, they probably do have But then, say, But then, in a minute, Tesla's probably going to claim that because he'll just claim every single roof that he's just re-shingled. Yeah, that's true. So, they can uh, their solar-powered tiles are cheaper than those normal are, tiles. Those are amazing. That makes sense. I know, it's totally But I, I I don't know like, how they're wired up in there. I wonder yeah. how technical that is. But, well, because it goes to the Tesla battery wall thing. Yeah, no, but I mean the the connections of, like, so every little tile is a solar panel, yeah. as I understand it, and then they fix it to the roof. As they connect together, they create the circuit between them, I would imagine. Yeah, I'm just wondering how that and then would be, be great a, to... Yeah, then there'll be a point which you plug that into the, the battery. Yeah. Sounds good. Um, yeah. So by 2022, India aims to power 60 million homes by the sun. How many people in India don't have power, let alone a home? Uh, like the slum people. How many people in India? Oh, lots. Is it like 300 million or something? Uh, 
Just keep talking. Yeah, I, who knows? Um, yeah, I. They're doing more than us. That's all I can say. Well, you know, we our new prime minister doesn't know what a feminist is, so that went down well yesterday. What? Oh, he, you're not keeping up with the, the outrage that's been going on Come all over on, the place. I was place. at work from two o'clock to midnight, so I, I don't worry about say. that. Um, oh, anyway, I, I do have one or more. This is really sort of quite cool, like really cool. One point two five two billion people in 2013, India. One point two billion people. I thought China was the biggest with a billion. So China's got more than a billion. China's one point three five. Wow. So, yeah, India's up there. China and India are still uh, reproducing quite quickly. We've got nothing better to do. Well, I thought they had a law against that in China. That doesn't mean anything. All right. Um, Doctors can now sift bacteria from your blood using magnets and a bit of tape. Uh, (laughs) No, there's no tape, but I just had to say that. Uh, (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) A joint research effort from Harvard, the EMPA Research Group, and Adolf Merkel Institute have developed iron-coated antibodies with the ability to bind to blood-borne bacteria. So they introduce this to your body, however they do that, and these iron... um, Iron-coated antibodies like find the uh, pathology or pathogen or, or whatever the bad stuff is, and they bind to it. Then they run the blood through a dialysis machine. So for those that don't know, a dialysis machine uh, is typically used when people have, I believe, kidney issues and they want to clean the blood because the kidney needs to clean the blood. Yeah. Um, the blood comes out of you, <laughs> goes through a machine with a bunch of filters, and then goes back into you. So it does the job of the kidneys. Well, this dialysis machine is slightly different, and it's got a bunch of magnets at one point. And as the blood goes through, the magnets attract these iron-coated antibodies, which are bound onto the pathogens, and they pull the the pathogens um, from the blood, which is quite a breakthrough. Um, so the reason it's important is sepsis is obviously bad news. The current mortality rate is around 50%. And oh, wow. um, conventional treatment of broad-spectrum antibiotics is becoming less and less effective as bacterial resistance evolves. So this method has fewer side effects and paves the way for developing synthetic antibodies um, to target multiple bacteria at once. So, you know, if it... Can if the antibodies go, oh, that is bad. It will go through. Like if you've got three different things, yeah, yeah, you don't have to target each one. The antibodies know what's they're your antibodies. They know what should be in there and what isn't, mm. and they bind on them. So yeah, it's, it's a really cool. I cool be interesting check. to see when that comes to market. Uh, yeah, yeah. Along with all the other stuff. Yeah, well, that's, that's the, the problem. So eh? Most most of that stuff, all of that stuff, I think I got from Peter Diamandis's uh, email newsletter. So, oh, before we go, we've got two things we've got to do. Two things. Well, one thing twice, but whatever. Oh, we have a Q and A from oh here. This is from the Secret Santa gift. From the it's Secret a deck, Santa, a deck gift. of uh, general knowledge, apparently. General knowledge cash. So Chris wants to ask a question. I'm going to ask Sam this question. Oh, here we go. All right. Butter bean is another name for which type of bean? The options are... Lima bean. Pinto, kidney, black, or lima? Lima. Lima. You got it right. I knew the answer before you even gave me the options. Boom! All over it. 
So I have to do it here. I get picked for one for you. He's going to pick one for uh, for me, and then we're going to pick one for you guys, and we will uh, see who can answer it on the social oh, yeah. medias. In, in the Shakespeare play, who killed Macbeth? Duncan, Banquo, Macduff, or Malcolm? Macduff. Yep, you got it right. <laughs> Sounded very confident. Yeah, I was. Yeah. Here's a question for the uh, for the listeners. Oh, hang on. Gluten is a type of what? I'm not going to give the I, options. I know the answer. Oh, no, no. Give the options. Fruit, protein, vegetable, or candy. Oh, okay. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, no. Nah, it was pretty easy. Uh, good luck with that. Yeah, uh, so the first one to do that will get an amazing prize from us, which will probably be some sort of gift. <laughs> okay. Chris is going to organize that. Um, what else? Uh, oh, very quickly, I had to race around at the start of the week and drop my daughter off at the ex's brother's wedding. <laughs> I offered to take one photo of them because they're both looking okay in their dresses. And uh, next thing you know, I took 100 photos of the family with the great nana. So uh, they came out pretty well. Oh, nice. Uh, coming and, on, yep, sorry, and what? No. And coming up, uh, obviously Christmas, uh, which is game day for Chris. Woo-hoo. Is there anything that you're particularly going to be smashing on? Um, Doom. I've got the new Doom. Yes. And it's... Bloody good! Oh, I'm you have you have it. you I, have I've, been I've on I've it. Had a bit of a play on it this weekend, um, so that's cool. And I've got house. Oh, I've got house sitting coming up. You do. You learned all about have it. Have you ever seen that pool that they've got there? No, now? I haven't seen the pool. It's huge. So uh, if you and Chloe want to come around, uh, uh, one of those plan. days, it's it's. I, I was amazed. So oh, yeah. very good. Cool. Okay, I think that's us, and we're going to tw- uh, everyone. Will, actually, this is coming out Christmas Day. Yeah. Oh, Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas uh, from the Christmas Sam podcast. Yeah, yeah. Have a great time. Of course, and um, you know, it's Christmas Day. What else are you going to do? Listen to the Christmas Of course Sam you are. Uh, <laughs> but when you do listen to this, uh, you know, I'm sure we'll have stories to tell you when we come back. Yeah. Um, so have a good one. Uh, drive safe if you're driving D- anywhere. Real quickly, um, when Chris is house sitting, he's also looking after a great Dane. What could go wrong? <laughs> <laughs> the dog's bigger than me. <laughs> okay. See ya. Uh, bye. Bye. Hope you enjoyed the show. Make sure to subscribe and we'll catch you next week. Don't forget to tell your friend.